into your mic quickly. As long as you love me, <laughs> we can be homeless. <laughs> homeless? Wait, what? No, how does the song go? Is that the song goes? Yeah, we can be broke. What? <laughs> Don't you remember it? That is some sick mentality. <laughs> no, we can't. We can definitely we can not be homeless. We can't be broke either. Or broke. <laughs> I don't want no scrub. <laughs> Sing back to that. Lord, that's so <laughs> funny. That is actually so funny. Oh, dear. Hey, guys, and welcome back to the Social Saint Podcast. Woo. Hello. <laughs> um, today, I am going to do a very... It's a, it's a very different to the podcast I've recorded previously. They've all been quite topical. I suppose this is quite a topical podcast. But um, it's it's a very different sort of way of um, of seeing life. I'm, I don't know. I'm just sort of doing a podcast from a different perspective. But um, I'm going to be joined by my wonderful co-host today. Oh, co-host. <laughs> <laughs> um, my amazing friend, Ade. Hello. Hi, Ade. How are you? I'm fine. A bit tired, but... Sorry, <laughs> but we moved but yeah so Ade's here with me today we're going to discuss something quite I think it's quite an interesting topic mm-hmm. um and yeah so Ade tell us about yourself um gosh I'm not going to introduce myself okay so my name's Ade <laughs> 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 I am 20 how old am I 26 27 20 I'm 27 mm-hmm. yeah I'm 27 um I am a Christian. I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't get that. In case you didn't notice. <laughs> you know, ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what else? I'm currently doing a social work conversion course mm. after working for, I think, about six or seven years in the in local government. Mm. Did my undergrad in biomedical science. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a wife. Been married for, coming up to four years now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, no yeah so yeah Ade is a good friend of mine me and Ade have been friends for three years now yeah mm-hmm. three years yeah three years, years yeah. yeah so we've been friends for three years now and um it's funny because sometimes you just meet people and you're just like okay this is a this person's a good friend like Aww. lifelong friend or like That's you so see sweet. yourself going through some things you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm <something>. blushing <laughs> Yeah, so you know, it is a um, oh, a gentle spirit. <laughs> but um, I'm joking. But um, <laughs> uh, the reason why I've got Ade on today is because th- for the topic that we're going to discuss, um, she's v- well versed in this area. Oh, don't, say that, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Um, but yeah, but going back to what you do, this is what it's all about. Um, mm-hmm. you are currently, like you mentioned before, doing a is it an undergrad or postgrad? Well, it's a it's a, it's a short master, so it's a prograd post postgraduate diploma mm-hmm. in social work yeah so basically some of the modules been cut off yeah so that it can be shorter so oh, i'm doing okay. 14 months instead of two years so yeah. if, you, if i but then afterwards i could top it up to make it a master's if i do dissertation mm. so it's postgraduate diploma yeah yeah like five day pass basically <laughs> <laughs> but um what was i gonna say um so what made you what made you decide to do social work what made Ooh, you decide to go into this because you were doing something kind of completely yeah, different yeah I can't not, like, yeah I don't know. People always ask me that. And I feel like it's a difficult question to answer. Mm. Specifically, say for those that don't know, what would okay? Job s- so I'm d- I'm doing children and family social work. Mm-hmm. So it involves work. Is that me? Oh, it so it involves working with obviously children and families who are going through difficult situations. Um, a lot of the time where there's potentially safeguarding issues. Um, maybe sometimes with families who have got 
children with learning disabilities so they just need support um yeah so it's like it's a really it's quite a broad job so i don't Mm -hmm. feel like i could explain everything but at the moment i'm looking to go into safeguarding which is um which is like the front line dealing with children who are in like dangerous situations and Mm. then having to make decisions about whether they can stay in the home or whether they need to be removed or what circumstances need to change in order for them to stay in the house yeah um yeah yeah. for me i think that obviously when i saw you decide to do this um it was just like okay this makes sense Mm. you know like it makes sense when you know a person's character and you know their heart and you know what they want to do and like the things that they're interested in there's just some things that you think okay that clicks you know mm-hmm. but going into this obviously there's a lot of prayer from your yourself your husband and then obviously yeah. us as friends around you and i'm sure your mom and stuff like that but there's obviously a lot of positive sides and downsides to working in social mm-hmm. work like the things that you're exposed to and stuff like that but Absolutely. i think like i said when you know a person's character and their heart it makes sense for certain people to do certain things it's just yeah. something that for me i wouldn't ever work in a morgue yeah yeah i hear that exactly yeah. I, me my yeah. soul my yeah. spirit yeah. it cannot work in a yeah. morgue it can't yeah. i can't be a funeral director anything yeah. to do with death is not no, waters and it's okay? funny because when i was younger i always felt like i don't know i just thought i always thought social workers were evil oh my gosh oh yeah because that's Cause, the way cause they that's tra- yeah, tracy beaker exactly. tracy, tracy beaker in the media like yeah. these social workers are snatching up people's kids, kids from their yeah. homes which it's not the social workers but yeah. at times there are situations where it can seem Ex- as exactly such, yeah. and also like, when you see it in the news it's like oh this child died where were the social workers like the social workers didn't kill the child yeah it's actually the family that their social workers are trying to get the kid away from, from yeah yeah they killed the child yeah. so it's, it's yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's true it's yeah. true but that's a long way it's all a bit like a roundabout know, a way yeah. of saying that ade is basically studying and um aiming to go into the field of social work yeah. but today before we go well going into the topic actually of discussion i wanted to talk about um recently i was at work and i was my manager brought up the fact that so my manager is a uh my boy my boss is a black female and she brought up joaquin felix speech at the baftas i don't know if anyone watched it but he essentially spoke about race and diversity in the film community and how really the people in charge need to be the ones that are like the innovators and the drivers of the change and for equality in that industry and i don't know if anyone saw it but she brought it up and um you know she brought up we in the office we watched it <laughs> and we all sat around and we watched the speech and um we there was a conversation started going on people started discussing it but it, i work in a small office so there's only like maybe about 10 of us um where i'm working at the moment in our office and we discussed it and people were really interested and um do you ever are you ever in a situation where you step out, you're in there, but you're, you step out for a second to watch yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out of body. Yeah, I had an yeah. out of body experience. So I was watching these people and they were discussing it and like loads of conversations were happening. I was kind of listening to bits of each conversation. And um, what was interesting is the, um, the, com- the, com- what's the word to use? People felt compelled to care. Hmm. Do you what, get what yeah, I mean? During the course of the conversation? Yeah, just, during okay. the course of the conversation. Yeah. Um, and I could see that there was a shift in the dynamic because after that point for the rest of the day, it kind of kept coming up or mm. or questions kept coming up from my um, fairer-skinned colleagues. <laughs> <Yikes. thinking. laughs> my white colleagues um, were just asking questions essentially um, about that and about just race and equality. And, just, and what was weird is I didn't realise why that situation felt so foreign to me. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, for me, I feel like I discuss race a lot. Um, and for me, it, it felt almost a little bit uncomfortable discussing it. But I don't know why that f- situation felt common to me. 
then I thought back to um, my previous um, place of work. Mm. And what I realized is whenever topics like this were brought up, not just in a workplace, this could be anywhere, any any sort of social realm, but when topics were brought up, the response was often, oh, did you see this last night? And what people would often say, yeah, it was interesting. And they just move on. And they would move yeah, on. Yeah. It was the interesting, that's the end of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Whereas this was a ongoing conversation. And it's not to say that those people didn't care because, you know, you don't really know and maybe it wasn't the right environment or conversation, but I realized um, that whole, oh, that's interesting, but I don't need to do anything about it. If that makes sense. Mm. Or I, I, I don't have any immediate um, part to play in the changing mm. of the situation. It's something that a lot of people have. And it's not, let's put race aside for a second. This is not about race, by the way. It's about any situation. Do you get what I mean? It's like what you're saying about social care, mm. social work and care. You might work in that. You might work in that realm, and you might know a lot about. It and you might come to me. And you tell me a case, and it's quite, you know, horrifying. Mm. I go, oh, that's interesting. Mm. I can't do anything about that child. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, not my business. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not the one. And it's that. It's it's that. It's not about what the topic is. It's about the fact that um, it's so easy to not care about what you don't have the immediate. Um, what's the word? immediate capacity to change mm. if that makes sense like if yeah. you're not immediately able to change something is it still your responsibility to care about it mm. and that's what i want to talk about you know that's what i want to get into because if i'm honest i don't know you know and it's like it's what yeah it's a tricky one it's a sticky one and it's always dependent on what it is and who it is if that makes sense mm. but what i realized is this is a funny thing to say is that i don't care about anything and then that sounds really r- random but i realized i don't God aside, <laughs> God aside, but I don't really care about anything. A lot of the times when I do things, and I and I say this, and I, I'll explain what I mean, is that a lot of the time when I do things, it's not out of a genuine place of what you could actually could argue it's still caring, but it's sometimes out of a a place of duty or what I feel is a responsibility, yeah. or out of I don't want to be perceived a certain way. Yeah, do you yeah, get what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I will yeah. do this, and I'll care or quote unquote look like I care yeah, about it people because people are looking at yeah. me. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um the other day I was sitting on a train and I was going um from one stop to another and a person, um a homeless person came on as they do and sometimes you know they have their speeches. Mm-hmm. Oh I'm just looking for a home tonight if you could all you know, and I'm not gonna lie, I get on the overground a lot to go to work and I, I'm not even gonna lie, I probably see it three times a week yeah Yeah. yeah. best time of the week i'll I'll get on one and they'll get on and they'll do it and you know the first time i thought oh really moved me oh let me get my my money out of my pocket do you know what i mean give it to them and then like i said i was on the train the other day and it happened again now at this point it's happened three every Mm -hmm. time like for three times a week for however many weeks i'm kind of used to it now i just kind of like okay cool i've seen this one at least seven Mm -hmm. times you know and i didn't really go to take any change out my pocket but everyone in my carriage started doing it and I'm not going to lie, you guys will think I'm terrible now. I then gave change to that person. <laughs> but I realised, and I knew fully well, I wasn't doing this because I cared. Yeah, yeah. Not that I don't care about the person, that sounds very harsh, but I cared because of my own reputation. Yeah, it's like that kind of crowd. Crowd mentality, you know? Yeah. And I think that what we fail to realise is sometimes we do good things really for ourselves. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Or we do quote-unquote good things, yeah. for, but it's really for ourselves. Yeah, then there's you that know? question about whether anything's actually selfless. And that's what my point is. Yeah. 
it, am I just really yeah. one big old selfish being that just <laughs> everything I do you know the only person I really care about is myself yeah because even in relationships or friendships you do things but you do have an expectation to kind of get it back mm. do you get what I mean yeah. and I'm not saying that's a bad thing I'm not saying that's a bad thing yeah. I'm just saying that are we aware of how much we really care if that makes sense mm. I don't know I just feel like it's, it's quite complicated yeah like, it's really nuanced because I'm thinking even like, on the train for example mm-hmm like when I see, I don't know. I very rarely give money to homeless people. Mm. Actually, I don't think I've done it for over a decade now. Wow! I wow. don't give money. Like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. No, though. like I might buy them food. Mm. Like yeah, I yeah, bought yeah. people Actually, food. Actually, I get what you mean. Yeah, but I don't give money, and I think it's just because I just I don't really see how it's helpful. Mm. Like, so for example, if someone actually. I don't know, say someone actually needed to be in a shelter mm-hmm. and they were like, oh yeah, they explained their story, like you were saying mm-hmm. on the train and I was with them somewhere. I saw that, say, uh, more likely on the street to be mm-hmm. honest. People, whenever you do it on the train, I just kind of think, mm, mm-hmm. I don't trust this. Like, yeah. what are you using the money for? Is mm-hmm. it for drugs? And, and and I've worked in a homeless shelter before. So mm-hmm. there's, some, I don't know, I feel like my views on it's quite complicated. But anyway, mm-hmm. I'd rather say, okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to pay for you to do this yeah. than give you the money. Mm-hmm. But then it's different because I was watching a film the other day and I can't remember what the film is called now. It's just going to annoy me. But basically it was about this couple who encountered um, a homeless man. Mm-hmm. Um, they started working, volunteering in a homeless shelter. So the wife had had a dream about this homeless man and she was mm-hmm. like, oh, we need to go to this, this shelter. I, mm-hmm. I, I saw his face in my dream. Mm-hmm. And then when they got to the homeless shelter, long story short, she saw the man. Mm-hmm. Long story short, they built a relationship. With the man? With the homeless man, yeah. So the, the couple and the man? The couple the woman. and the man. Yeah. Okay, so great. No, no, I was going to no, say, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> whoa. Well, no, no, it <laughs> wasn't that kind of dream. But <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> no, she was like, so they, the couple built a relationship with the man. And eventually the wife passed away because she mm. had cancer. Oh. And so it was a lot to do with the, because the wife was like, I think she was a Christian and she was mm. very selfless. Mm-hmm. And like she was, like, everyone really loved her because mm-hmm. she was like really giving and she was the mm. tough people. Anyway, it's cut long, so so. So towards the end of the film, there's a part where the homeless guy says to the husband, oh, when you give a home, wh- like, what do you do when you, give, when you see a homeless man? And the guy was like, oh, maybe give them money or give them food. And he was like, oh, what do you think that's doing? And he goes, I suppose helping. Mm-hmm. And then the homeless man, because the man was still homeless, even yeah. though he had a relationship with them. Yeah. He was like, no, you're not helping because the person is still homeless. Mm. All you're doing is saying, I see you. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's deep. Because it's like, if I buy you food, you still don't have a home. Yeah. If I give you money, I'm nowhere. I'm giving you enough money to buy a home. <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah, home. ain't nobody got exactly because of what I mean, you know. Yeah. But um, but it's more about saying, you know, I recognize your humanity. Mm. You're a human being. You have value. Like, because most of the time, when, let's be honest, like when you see homeless people, people who are like on drugs or whatever, mm. you try your best not to make eye contact. It's kind yeah, of de- you kind of dehumanize them. But yeah. let's be honest, you're like, I don't want them to look at me. I don't want them to see me because yeah. they're probably crazy. But yeah, yeah. But basically, in short, he was saying that you know, I recognize that you're a human being and you have value. So, yeah, I'm trying to think where was I going with this. Yeah, okay, you talk about Karen, yeah. I just think, yeah, so it's really complicated because it's, yeah, so with, for example, with homeless people, sometimes they take it, they're on drugs. It's mm. like, am I helping you by giving you money mm. to go and buy drugs? Mm. I, Are you really going to use this money for your shelter? Because, like, okay, so for example, I used to volunteer in a homeless shelter yeah. when I was at uni. And a lot of the homeless people I met didn't want to have homes. And we were talking about this on my course recently, actually. It's, it's just talking, like, we were talking about um, need mm-hmm. and about meeting need and mm-hmm. what we perceive to be need. And there's, like, whole, like, theories around it. But it's basically one of the things was, so when I was working in a homeless shelter, there was, a, for example, I remember this man, I'll never forget him. He he was homeless because he'd been made redundant. It was, like, during the whole um, recession. He'd mm-hmm. been made redundant. 
and like as a result of several different things he lost his he lost his family mm, and he gosh. lost his home and so obviously that's why he was homeless and he was doing really well before mm. that and so i was speaking to him and basically the other workers were like you know they've tried to rehouse him several times and he just doesn't want to be doesn't want to be housed <laughs> and he and so the long the long story short was actually after speaking to him it was like actually what they needed to be doing mm-hmm. was trying to help him to get another job mm. because he really found value in working mm. so if he was able to regain that which he saw saw i mean obviously as a christian it, you know their perspectives are different but for this particular man mm. if he was able to regain that which he saw value in mm. and get a job maybe he'd be able to rebuild those other parts of his life that we felt were important but actually yeah, he, he didn't, didn't yeah because yeah. then in his because in his mind he's like if i get another job mm-hmm. i can get my income then i can get yeah. a home and maybe i can get my family back because i think yeah. he started drinking because he was depressed yeah, and all yeah, stuff. So yeah. like, for him he was like i need a job if i get a job mm then I can get what I had mm-hmm. as opposed to... I think... It, okay, so the one thing I would rebuttal you on, and the per- the person who I need to talk on this podcast is Maddie. Mm. And she's not here, but she's... I've had a very, a lot of very interesting conversations with... Um, sorry, for context, Maddie, Maddie's my best friend. Um, and she's got... She works in a lot of social justice and she, you know, um, has a very interesting view on this. But one thing I would rebuttal um, with what you're saying, it, with the the whole drug part of what mm-hmm. you're saying is one thing I think sometimes what people forget though is um, when we see homeless people and we, it's, it's first of all, it's just wrong to assume they're druggies. Oh yeah, of course. That's, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, first, do not definitely. make any assumptions. Yeah, just definitely. because a person looks yeah, a certain yeah. way that does yeah. not make them anything. That's just yeah, not true. That's not what I meant, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. but I'm just yeah. clarifying that. But then also secondly, um, sometimes, I'm not saying this is all the time, being on drugs is a result of homelessness. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Definitely. It's yeah. a result of um definitely, the, definitely. The, 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 there's nothing else, you know. Yeah. And um and I think that we sometimes don't tackle this, but what we assume and what you rightly said, which is the point I was going to get to, is that being um when someone's homeless, we assume the thing that they want is a home, mm. but that's not necessarily mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. You know, and for us, it makes sense because we're just like, oh, that, that's your first step, right? And mm. then after that, you build that. And after that, you build that. and then after, mm. But sometimes that's not what people need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some people, the first thing they want is community. Yeah, exactly. Or like exactly. you said, a job, yeah. opportunity to create value yeah. in their life or, yeah. um, you know, whatever it might be or, you know, but it's the fact that we assume, I'm, I'm sure no one's turned around to a homeless person and said, you, I'm sure you'd love to come to the gym to meet with me today. Yeah, Let's go to yeah. the gym and work out. But if this person's previously been an athlete and their body deteriorating, and do you mm. know what I mean, maybe that's what they could have really. We don't yeah. know what their desire is. I'm not saying we have to give them the desire. It's but what you bring up that the triangle? I can't think what it's called now, but I want to bring it up. I think it's Maslow's Maslow's triangle of needs, something like that. Oh, this way it's deep, like guys. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, sorry. Go and say what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah. No. Um. So what I'm, I think the point that I'm trying to make is that you're, and you kind of summed it up towards the end of your point is that we can't assume that um, finances is that is what what they want is sometimes what you want and what you need is two different things basically, mm. and we go to think what we want, what they should what want, what we think they should, should want, want yeah. yeah. And one time I had a conversation with Maddie, and she said if a home, if if a homeless person came up to you and said, um, "Can I can you buy me a phone?" What would your response be? And I was like, why? Mm. And she was like, why do you feel like you need to know? And I was like, oh, I'm buying them the phone. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, if you're going to give them the money or the equivalent to it, or if you're going to give them the equivalent to it, then um, she was essentially saying, is it, is, isn't is it their right as a human to 
to have their own wants why do we have to know what it is do you get what yeah, i mean and i'm not saying that's necessarily right or wrong yeah no and yeah. i've probably explained it terribly no but, I um, I mean. but yeah so i i guess what it was edging on is the fact that we feel some sort of like well it's our money we're giving it to them and i know i'm not to bring the whole christian side of it and i know we've mentioned it a couple of times today but um you know as a christian we're called to be stewards of our finances and so we think it's important that we know mm. where our finances are going and that is true but um do we have a certain level of oh this is my money and onus over it when really it's god's money or jeremy or yeah i mean i to be honest i can understand why people do it and i get what maddie was trying to say like what Mm. you're mentioning but i think i don't think it's much to do with the homeless people i think it's to do with the fact that we're giving our money Mm. because sometimes obviously depending on who the person is like if a friend asks asks Mm. you to borrow 50 pounds If you have fifty pounds to spare, just because you got loads mm. of money, you mm. might just give it to them and not really think too much of it. Mm. Whereas if it's like actually fifty pounds is a lot of money to me, mm-hmm. what do you need it for? Yeah. Or if you if you've seen it, they've just bought a new phone mm-hmm. and they're asking you for fifty pounds, you're going to be thinking, why are you asking for fifty pounds? You have money to buy a phone. So <laughs> I feel no, but it's true. I feel like mm. it's all like relative. It's all relative. Yeah. Like if a homeless person asks you to buy them a phone, you're going to be thinking it's. Not, I think it's not necessarily about. It's, first of all, I don't know you like that to mm. be spending big money mm. on you. Mm. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not buying your phone. It's mm. like okay, if you need to use a phone in your like, let's be honest, most people are thinking okay, there's phone boxes available. Yeah. Why must I use my money to buy you a phone? Yeah. What are you gonna do with that phone? Because yeah. you feel like you have more. Which you yeah. know, to be honest, I don't think it's unreasonable because you're mm. thinking, well, I'm giving you my money. What are you doing with it? Yeah. And I don't think it's unreasonable. But then when I got to thinking about it, because that. I started to think actually, and this is a, I don't know I don't know why we keep going on this analogy of the phone, but you know if you bought them a simple brick, it it kind of makes sense. And do you know yeah. why? Because they could they could use that brick to trap to you know trap some drugs, you know do yeah, what they yeah. want to do and start. Or they could get job interviews. Or they could get, and that's what my point was. Yeah. Or they could be doing it to get in job interviews yeah. or get in contact with loved ones. Yeah. Or to make friends and you know keep in contact. And you know imagine if you're hopping sofa to sofa to sofa because mm. a lot of homelessness is hidden you know yeah, they talk yeah, about this yeah. whole initiative yeah, of hidden yeah. hidden it's homelessness. Not, not all homelessness is street it's homelessness. Not, yeah and that's what we see and we think that's it okay yeah. but we don't really think about the person that's you know hopping sofa to sofa you know mm. like you said and i don't know it's, it's interesting but um it goes back to that like is that within my immediate like capacity, capacity to, to care yeah. about do you get what i mean and like i don't know i think that's what i said i feel like it's complicated because i think most people mm care about things that have an impact on them mm. so like this whole thing with climate change for example i was gonna bring this up people care about it now because the they feel effect. like yeah because yeah. they feel like in their mind yeah especially younger the younger generation i feel yeah. not so much the generation above us or potentially our generation mm. they, they feel like hold on mm-hmm. this is going to have an impact on the quality of life i'm going to have in the future yeah so someone needs to do something about yeah. it and then I think, because obviously, because of the massive push, I mean, mm. nothing, nothing, I feel like nothing really new mm. has come up yeah. regarding the environment. We knew this. That's, yeah. what, I'm, that's what I'm surprised it's at. It's just we, all like, it's we more, knew this. Yeah, it's the, but the it's more just bigger that we're push. exposed to it more. Yeah, and the way the, the media's focusing on it more mm. as well. So I think nothing's really new, but it's like people feel like, because it's constantly in the media, it's on people's minds. Mm. And so they're thinking, okay, it's going to affect my life. Some people might have not even done their own research about it. Yeah. But just because they're seeing it, they're just like, oh, yeah and then oh actually i could potentially use less plastic actually yeah. i could re- recycle yeah. actually i could you know which isn't a bad thing we should yeah, be trying exactly, to do that which is so not bad it's not a exactly. terrible thing it's not for bad. it to be it's happening not. but then with other things like for example i don't know the f- what's going on in syria syria at the moment mm. i think there's like a ge- there's a general feeling of oh this is bad mm. but nobody goes about every day thinking Life about changing. it changing yeah so and it's interesting because i've i've 
I've had three conversations over the last maybe six months with people about it. Um, climate change. About climate change and why they care about it so much. Because mm. I don't mind that people care. Do mm. what you want. Be zealous for whatever <clears throat> cause you mm. think is worth being zealous for. But really ask yourself why. Because, um, and it's not about you. I mean, even if you want to do it anyway and don't know the why, do it. I'm not saying you shouldn't care about climate change or shouldn't care about whatever you want to care about. And it's important that you communicate that. But you know what I'm, what I'm seeing, which is really annoying me? That, oh, humans are killing the planet. It's humans that are the disease. Oh, yeah. It's humans oh. that are this. I'm sorry, but the ability to care about climate change is still a reflection of privilege. You know, some yeah. people live in communities. Yeah. Do you think they can care about climate exactly. change right I'm now? Not, I, I need to, I'm concerned about what, what I'm going to eat for that. Uh, eat for that or if my home people. is going to be safe while they bomb two streets yeah, down. No, that's you facts, think, yeah. I'm sorry, but being able to care about climate change is a level of privilege. Yeah. That's don't a, don't get that in anyhow confused with anything mm. being able to be a vegetarian or vegan or whatever yeah climate change is something that generally the west is concerned about yeah definitely because we can care about yeah, it because let's be honest <laughs> we've, we've got shelter most yeah. people have shelter yeah. most yeah. people have got food mm-hmm. most people have got um water mm-hmm. most people have got heating and i know obviously not everyone does and i know that you know yeah that's where that's you know that's bad about it. but for in general where whether if you live in the west you're the richest i think it's five percent yeah. of people in the world yeah if i live in a shack in johannesburg mm-hmm. do you think i care about what pra- plastic usage yeah the what do you I mean get a hold of a plastic bottle yeah exactly brilliant that's not that's sorry no <laughs> yeah no my child's like my child's about to be attracted by drug dealers yeah or you know i need to think like what am i going to feed my kids yeah i'm making less than 10 pounds yeah a month potentially in a year yeah how am I going to, where's my next meal going to come from? How am yeah. I going to make sure my children are clothed? So yeah, it is definitely, it's a privilege. It's a privilege, yeah. And I think that's why I said, going back to Maslow's Triangle, is there's like that break bottom, there's, it's basically there's three, and obviously people have their views about it, but there's like three tiers of needs, they're like basic needs, psychological needs, and self-fulfillment, self-fulfillment needs. Yeah. And that that's self-fulfillment is the top thing. Yeah. So it's like, okay, once you have your basic needs, once you have your psychological needs, then you can have self-fulfillment. And these kind of Western, yeah. That's all in that no, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not to do with the, the things that you need for to live Survival, and yeah. to live a, a yeah. reasonable quality of life. life yeah. So it's true, and I think that um, when you go into it, because for me, a lot of people are, you know, right now when I would talk to people and they say, "Oh yeah, oh I I don't use oh using this plastic bottle is giving me anxiety," or using this, is, uh, you know, or they talk about. You know, cause they, and I don't, I, I like that they care cause I care, you know, and it's good when, now that I'm being around people, it's making me, <laughs> ironically, <laughs> Ade's now sipping out of a plastic bottle. <laughs> Love a bit of Highland Springs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we, um, you know, it, I do, and I do feel that sense of responsibility and I am very much trying to cut down my plastic and some of it is unnecessary, yeah. you know, and you know, it yeah. is unnecessary. We don't need to be using this much plastic. But then that, I feel like that's not really our fault. No, it's not our fault. It's, it's the, the way it's, things it's, have been manufactured. Yeah, if we started, you know, making initiatives to get around it, mm. they'd start doing things differently, let's be honest, because it all comes down to the consumer. But, um, what was my point? Um, what was my point? Yeah, when I ask people, oh, well, why are you vegetarian? They're like, they really care about the animals or they really care about, you know, I don't know, whatever. They just know that meat's not good and having all these, you know, like apparently cows are what's really affecting climate change. Someone said yeah, the, heard, the, the yeah. gases that cows create. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the level of the amount of, um, in order to keep cows, yeah. the amount of energy that, that needs we, to be invested. Yeah. So it was all of this stuff that feeds back into itself and I, I get it. And I, I'm not, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's, it's really interesting to me that people would change their whole lifestyle. Mm. Whole, like, as in, you're now never going to eat this thing again. You're never going to 
buy this product again you'll never you know if you're vegan they don't even buy certain shoes or yeah. go well, certain if you know, you're a proper vegan yeah if you're a proper vegan i mean you know phew, you have to be very consumer conscious mm. but um you, you, it's really interesting that people would completely change their their lifestyle for the sake of animals but they don't have that same energy when it comes to human yeah, beings preach it. that's my thing that's like i just yeah. find it really yes ma'am you preaching to the choir <laughs> really interesting because i will see some things and it's like that level goes back to okay so being needing to be in the film industry as it is important don't get me wrong but that's like a once you go we're yeah. talking about the top tier of yeah. that triangle now yeah, yeah? yeah but i'm talking about basic needs yeah yeah i'm talking like what, people don't care about humans uh, and I don't, it's, it's interesting because you say, oh, these humans are killing the planet, but you know some humans don't eat. They don't have access to plastic. They don't have, what do, you don't, you care about the planet and that's not a bad thing. Don't like, again, there's not nothing wrong with that, but there's no love for people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't care about the people in your community, let alone the people across mm-hmm. the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, fi- I just find it really interesting because when me and my friends were talking about it they were like oh well that doesn't uh, well, you know they, like they said they said i can't immediately do anything about it you know all the people i've spoken to and mm. one of my other friends was like oh you know when i see things and you know i, I was i'm um, talking um to a couple of people and i was saying like yeah and i've said this to multi- in multiple people. i bring up this conversation a lot because i really want to understand people's thinking behind it and i suppose that's why i'm doing a whole podcast mm. on it but we were talking about it and i was like like when i see people getting stabbed and these young black males getting stabbed and you know we can always go into why it's happening i i have no problem with us discussing why it's happening you know i went to a thing the other day and it was all about school exclusions and how so many school exclusions lead to people joining gangs and stuff like that i'm not saying that's the only reason just one of them and um especially in the black community here in south east london but um it was really interesting to me because I was saying, you know, I was speaking about it and I was saying how I really care about it and how I don't, sometimes it's annoying because I'm like, well, what do I do to change this? And, you know, people were saying, oh, well, now I see it on, you know, on the news and it's sad, but what can I do? Do you know what I mean? And that whole sense of like, well, it's sad, but I can't do anything. Mm. But even if there was something you could do, would you do it? Anyway? Would you do it? Yeah. And that's the thing I want to get out because really and truly we can say that we like, but if there was something you could do, you wouldn't do it anyway. Yeah. As I said, I think... Ugh thing is with the I, I personally i do think and i mean obviously you, you might have a different opinion but i think e- i do think each person mm-hmm. does have specific burdens for specific things yeah, yeah. so like mine might be children and families mm-hmm. yours might be like homelessness mm-hmm. someone else's might be like young boys and you know like mm-hmm. the gang culture someone else i mean it could be done and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's like as a christian i think that's like a god-given thing like because yeah. to be honest the, rea- the fact of the matter is we can't all there's too many yeah, burdens yeah. to be yeah, carrying we, like it's too much yeah we can't all come yeah and, and sometimes i do night. think it's, it's overwhelming because sometimes you can see that that's because for a period of time i was like i can't be reading the news because all that i'm seeing is too much yeah this is stressing me out i'm like it's just too it's too much mm. but I, but and then at the same time i do think there's that kind of that like you were saying if you have the if you have the ability or the capacity to do something why don't you yeah and i mean and i'm not i'm not saying in, in an unreasonable sense mm. i'm just like because obviously when people are like, oh yeah there's nothing i can do about it okay the chances are there's not really much you can do about what's mm. going on in syria because mm. that's a whole mm. you know this is this a lot mm. and obviously what's going on even in, in our country here is a lot mm. but there's still i'm sure you know communities yeah where you could do something definitely definitely even if it's just like obviously like in terms of social work even like a lot of people it's not even about giving me giving them giving people money mm. 
maybe just like helping to upskill people definitely just providing your time and just being a listening ear like sh- basically like i was saying before showing someone that you have value as a human being yeah so like i, I think i sent it to you i don't know if you had a chance to read it but i sent it to you. this lady did like she was doing oh, interviews yeah, with homeless people to, yeah i need to watch that I mean. and a lot of them were saying that you know a lot of them were really willing to sit down and talk with her mm. that's one thing a lot of them were like substance misusers and drugs mm. alcohol but a lot of them said you know when i was growing up they, they so a lot of well quite a few of them made themselves intentionally homeless because they were in traumatic homes so they'll be abused oh my gosh. so they said i can't stay here i've oh, got to get I, i'm leaving that I need is so to, sad I can't. And so now they're on the streets yeah which is like they've just gone from a, one dangerous environment to, to another, another. Oh. and a lot of the ladies are talking about having to like try their best mm. to look masculine mm. because as a homeless woman on the streets <laughs> the it's different like the obviously men are at risk as well but the risk levels for women and the different experiences they're going to have is mm. it's, it's a whole nother thing so you can even like and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that i do this but it's like even if it's just like having a conversation with somebody mm. and just saying you know i see you um you're a human being too even though you're homeless even though you might be able to give them a home that gives like because like i think one of the ladies was saying you know like thanks for talking to me sitting and chatting. There were all of her other homeless mates there and the people who were on drugs, mm. they were all around, like, still doing their same stuff. Mm. It was just like, oh, yeah. this woman's talking to us. She's actually interested in my story. And I think one thing that's really in- interesting is like, for me, I definitely, when it comes, and I think that's probably why I used the example of homelessness because mm. for me, I, it always comes up. I can't ignore it. I find, because I remember there was a time I don't know what I was going through in my life, but I remember asking myself, what's the worst thing that could happen to me? And I know that there is so many things that could possibly be worse than this, mm. but at the time, I think I was probably about 15, I said I could become homeless. Mm. And for me, that was like traumatic mm. if I didn't have a home because your home is your safe haven. Yeah. It's where and you feel like your family you as well. Com- yeah, your family can completely be yourself. You have all your, your things, your needs, your wants, everything is here. Mm. And I think, oh my gosh, imagine if that was taken away from me, how would I live? Do you get what I mean? And I remember at that time, and it's always stuck with me, even though there's things that I've realised are way worse that could happen to me than that. It's always stuck with me that from that moment, whenever I saw po- homeless people, I've always thought, oh, they're living my worst nightmare. And I can't ignore them now. Mm. And you know what you were saying earlier about not making eye contact? Sometimes I do that, but I always remember their faces. Do you get mm. what I mean? And I now have this thing where i always try and go out my way to have conversations with homelessness homeless people i'm not saying i do it every day and every time i see a homeless person i go and sit on the floor and i chat to them for 10 hours i don't but the other not quite recently i'm gonna say maybe about two months ago um and i had to really challenge myself i went and i went and spoke to a woman and i said to her um I was like, oh yeah, I just wanted to ask how your day was and stuff like that. And I wanted to talk to her and I wanted to give her some money. And she kind of, she took the money. But when I was trying to have a conversation with her, she didn't want the conversation. And um, she was like, yeah, yeah, thank you for the money. But she kind of was trying to like get me to go away. Maybe she wanted to, to talk to someone else or maybe she wanted to get someone else's attention or maybe she just didn't want to talk to me. But I remember at the time being so offended. Mm. Like, I was like, how dare she? She's so ungrateful. Mm. Like, how dare she not want to talk to me? I was probably the only person that said he paid her any attention today. And I was so self-righteous. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, oh, I, like I'm the good like person the here. Yeah, the cheek of it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I was so self-righteous. And then I remember, like, God really convicted me, like, being, like, Rianne, she doesn't owe you a conversation. Mm. There's times every day where you just don't feel in the mood to talk to people. 
just she's a human being just like you are. You don't, she doesn't have to talk to anyone. Mm. Do you get? What you I mean? don't know her sex. Like, even like you, some people are, exactly. being, are, are like victims of human trafficking. Yeah, she could be like she might not even be homeless, but yeah. maybe she's she's been placed yeah. there by her the people who are basically running her life. Yeah, and she's been told you need to get this amount of money or yeah. steal this amount of things. And yeah. if they catch her talking to you, yeah, who is that woman? Yeah, why are you talking to her? And she's yeah. been big, big trouble. Yeah, it's true. It's very true, but I, it, uh, like I said, it becomes a thing we don't even think that yeah, deeply. You don't. We don't think that. We don't Just think about yourself. You, really. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. I wasn't ever doing it for her. Yeah. I was doing it for myself. Yeah, yeah. When I was giving her that money, when I was trying to talk, it was for myself. Mm. How selfish. I, w- I wasn't there to, to go and make her. Di- it was to appease myself. Yeah. It was to make me feel like a good person. I didn't know that's why I was doing it, mm. but that's why. Mm. Only mm. when that reaction happened did I realize I'm probably doing it for myself. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And even, even me thinking, looking at them and thinking they're living my worst night is still making me yeah, the center of that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not really about them. Yeah. I don't <sighs> And I'm not, but that's the point. I'm not necessarily saying that's yeah. bad thing or intrinsically <sighs> bad at least. It's because it's a human reaction, I suppose. But then even then, I just think at the same time, mm-hmm. even though I agree with what you're saying, I get it. Yeah, there's mm. a selfish element to it. Mm. But at the same time, I feel like in order for you to have compassion mm-hmm. or in order for you to empathize, you do have to relate it back to self. Yeah, definitely. Obviously not like, not in its, because for example, a lot of empathy that, like, you know, like you'll say, people will say to their children or to mm-hmm. their peers, like, mm-hmm. how would you feel if this was you, mm-hmm. for example? So it's like, okay, you have to think about, okay, how would I feel mm-hmm. if this happened to me? So then you, in order, by doing that, you can kind of quote unquote, treat people how yeah. you would like to be treated. Yeah. But at the same time, there's that whole thing of, you don't know. Mm-hmm even though you're imagining yourself, you actually don't know that person's experience. So yeah. you can't completely project that. But yeah. st- you still need to think about yourself in order to have that empathy because you know that you have value as a human being. Yeah. Which therefore makes, which confirms to you that they have value, value as a human, human being. being. Yeah. And so to treat them in that way. But I yeah. don't know, it's, I, feel like it's, I feel like this is so complicated. It is so complicated. And um, to kind of like conclude the whole thing, what I, th- what I want to say is that it's all based on the value system. And, Everyone has values, whether they are aware of them or not. Mm-hmm. And when you make decisions, you make decisions out of a value system. I went to an event the other day and this uh, the person that was speaking um, mentioned the fact that she has a value system and she knows what her values, is, values are. And um, she kind of has them in order. They obviously loosely fall. Like, you know, for example, it might be like her husband at the top and her children. And then it's like um, her, her relationships or rest might be a value or um, I don't know sport or health might be another value mm. and when she makes decisions she makes them out of that value system but she's very aware of her value system do you get what i mean so it's maybe makes it easier for her to make that um mm. those decisions but what i realized i thought oh i'm gonna get a value system and i went home started writing them i write what i realized was i always had one i just didn't know that i was just functioning out of, of it. it and i was beha- my behavior was coming out of it if that mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. and so what i want to kind of say to conclude is that we all have a value system and where what your what decisions you make or the lifestyle decisions you make in terms of your living and what you do is it's all out of that value system so if you value the environment highly Mm. and you value like humans not lowly but you Mm. kind of subconsciously do um it's going to be easier for you to decide okay i'm going to stop using plastic instead of i'm going to go and sit in a three-hour um seminar about what we can do in our community to stop subconscious bias or jimmy mm-hmm. you're like, i'm not saying everyone should do that or any either of those i'm just saying that we function out of a value system and even if you think you're doing something for another reason like you could say oh i'm doing this i'm 
you know, caring about the environment because I care about the environment and I don't want to see this happen in this many years. But even then, it you might think that's the reason, but like I said, it could be more selfish than that. You know, it could be because people around me are caring about it. And it's mm. like the in thing to do, or do you know what I mean? Or because you think it's the right thing to do, so you're just doing it because it's just easier to not yeah. have that sense of guilt that you're not doing something. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but like I said, I do think we have a value system and we make our decisions based out of that value system. And I suppose the whole point of this podcast is to, I don't know, like challenge people to think, what what are your values? And like, what do you live your life? What values do you live your life out of? If that makes sense. Mm. yeah no because uh, i'm just thinking because like, obviously with doing this course there's a lot yeah. of that yeah there's a lot of getting you to figure out yeah you know what are, you, what are your values mm. what are your prejudices what are your biases because yeah. yeah. you're going to be working with people and families so that are different, different from you yeah. who have completely different value systems from you that are mm. not necessarily wrong mm-hmm. or i mean sometimes they are wrong mm. but you know you need to be able to recognize that, that yeah it's like because there's this whole thing about like quote unquote good enough parenting Mm. so what is a good enough parent i might think oh this woman has just gone to the kitchen to make the baby's bottle and she left the baby here crying she should pick the baby up and take the baby with her yeah but she's not wrong for doing that Mm. whereas for me i'm like i feel like she's wrong so i might write that down yeah actually yeah what's wrong with that Mm. so i feel like oh the baby must be sad Mm. and so because i feel like uncomfortable with it I don't know if I'm spending what I'm trying to say properly, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's difficult because I feel like we're always going to operate from our, our own value system. system. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's impossible yeah. to say that you won't, but I think like you're saying, it's just important to be conscious of it Yeah, yeah. and recognize what about your, va- like how does your value system interact with somebody else's? Mm. What's wrong and what's right about your value system? Yeah. Um, and noticing when, you have a different value system and that's the issue, not what they're doing is the yeah, issue. Yeah. So what we said earlier is me and you both kind of said, how can you care about animals or the environment and not care about humans? Mm. That's because we place that on high on our value system, mm. but they're not necessarily wrong for placing the environment mm. high because somebody has to care about it. Yeah. I don't, and if it was down to me, I would. I, see, I, I, okay, yeah. see, see, this is the thing about this. Yeah. I just, I feel like, maybe not consciously, but on some level, I feel like all human beings, because we are human beings and because we are selfish. Yeah. We value humanity above yeah. everything else. Yeah. But we value our humanity. humanity. Yes. Come on. That's so in as much as this is not affecting me, I cannot care about it. Mm. Like people are caring about the environment. Listen, sis, bro. <laughs> it ain't because you care about the environment. Mm-hmm. It's because you feel like the environment's being messed up. And so as a result, it's going to affect your quality of life. And not the quality you, of life of those coming yeah, after us. Not because who you are still human. Exactly. Yeah. Not because you feel like snow caps have value. Because you don't feel like the, the North Pole causes the snow caps, they have value. That's not why you're upset. Mm. It's because you're thinking, okay, this is potentially going to affect my quality of life mm. or the people that care about my children, my grandchildren. Mm. And so I'm going to start doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. so that they can continue to have a good quality of life yeah i mean i know people obviously there are people who care about animals but then again like for example for me i'm not a big animal person but if i had an animal mm-hmm. i know i'd care about that animal yeah and i i do to some degree care about the way animals are treated but yeah. the reason for that is because i feel like so for example if you treat animals badly mm-hmm. i feel like that's a reflection of you and potentially a reflection of how you treat other people yeah but no but on the, on the serious like, like you know when you see i think in catford for a while there's a thing around someone was like skinning cats oh my oh yes you oh remember yes. seeing it 
Kekula. Yeah, there was and a Kekula thing. There's a Netflix documentary as well called Don't F With Cats. And it's a b- basically about Kekula and how all these people really... And that's also another thing. So there's been loads of things that have played into the reason why I've done this podcast. But that's another thing. I realised this whole quest of the Kekula... I know that person ended up killing people. So that was a result of it. Yeah, but, exactly. And that's um, my point. Yeah, that's exactly going to into yeah. your point. But I realised initially they didn't know that he was going to kill people. No, they there didn't. There was a big internet hunt for this man that was a cat killer. Yeah. Which I'm not saying they're wrong for that. But I realised they cared about this cat killer. But I think I don't think it's necessary. Obviously, it's about the cats because what, what, like, hello, sorry, yeah. <laughs> and also, these cats are people's property. But yeah, no, so, it's sad. And, and I think and the they're, loved, they're loved yeah, animals. Exactly. You know, people love them. Yeah, but I think the bigger issue is the fact that if you can function and tell your mind that this is okay and continue mm. to do this, if you can do this to a cat mm-hmm. who's a sentient being, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a leaf. Mm. the cat is squirming the, you can see the cats it's showing displaying emotion if yeah. you could do this to an animal sorry you can do that to a human being because mm. like, in a sense and I know this is like a real big jump and leap to make but yeah. bear with me like you know mm. how you see things like, like ki- ki- chicken battery mm-hmm. farms and they're chucking the chickens in the drawers oh yeah, yeah, them, yeah they're yeah. just closing the drawers and they're chucking them in there and doing all sorts it's like bear with me but it's like because that's to do with money mm-hmm. they will treat the, uh, those things anyway because yeah. it's pro- in their minds it's like this is my way and it, it, okay the leaf is like to slavery yeah so oh. they're putting slave like they, they just but go, go with me go with okay. me when you look at like obviously the um, when the like when the slave trade was happening they'll pack these human beings mm-hmm. in ships like cargo because mm-hmm. this is this is revenue for me yeah. it's money yeah they don't see human beings yeah it's true that so it's like true. It's stacks of cash yeah it's true that's what it is in the oh same way gosh, these chickens yeah. are being thrown. And I'm not saying yeah. and I'm not trying to trying to say you can throw a chicken in the drawer because you can throw a human being in the drawer and a chicken in the drawer. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I'm like, it's like you I've lost my train of thought. People that like, you can treat these things in such a way. Yeah. Because you don't care about them because it's generating you income, for example. Yeah. But if it was like like you know you there's like some of the slave masters or people, mm. they would they would have relationships with black women. Mm. And they cared about that black woman. Mm. But they didn't care about black people. No, it's true. This is my black woman. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, this I is my black woman. Or this is my cat. Yeah. Or this is my whatever. Yeah, yeah but they don't really care about that in general. Yeah, It affects yeah. me. So yeah. I care about this. But yeah. it's like... And even when they see other cats being harmed, the reason why it upsets them is because they have a cat, about their cat and they re- can yeah. relate to loving an exactly. animal. Even if they have a dog, they can relate yeah. to loving an animal and yeah. seeing it being abused. And that's why they care. Yeah. It's still not really about yeah. that particular cat. Exactly. And what the jump I was trying to make is basically like, I feel like when there's money involved, mm-hmm. care goes out the window. And mm. it's the same thing like in the drug industry. Yeah. There's like, because for example, I've like had friends who, or like people that I know who mm-hmm. sold drugs mm-hmm. and they'd be like, you know, that some of that, that one of them for example he's christian now mm-hmm. and he was like you know he went to he gone to a trap house and sold drugs to this woman who's like basically out of it she's got a child there and saw the woman take the drugs mm-hmm. and like passed out and he said he ran out for his life he said to this day he doesn't know if the woman's alive or dead not, yeah because there was money mm. but if that was his mum, his sister yeah his cousin his niece yeah anyone that was important to him or yeah. affected his life yeah I don't know how I was just trying to say. I feel like you checked this out. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but it's like your ability to care about things. Yeah. I feel like one is linked to self. Yeah. In how much it relates to you and the people that you care, care about. about. Yeah. And also money. Yeah. Money falls makes a big part of it. Yeah. If and, that, and money just also just roots back to ourself because why yeah. do we want money? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that we can survive. So yeah. once again, it all feeds back into the yeah. same thing. Even if it is money that is more of a bigger, more obvious reason. It feeds back into the self because we want money to look after ourselves. Yeah. So it feeds back into the first point, which is it's for us anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah. In as much as something affects the human race, I feel like that is what makes it valuable. Because mm. people were saying, like you said earlier, that like people always say, oh, human beings are the ones who are destroying the earth. Mm-hmm. But if human beings didn't exist, what? why would it matter? Because mm. no, I, I don't know if you can say that, because that that's like saying, would the earth have value if we weren't here? It would, but it just wouldn't be, we wouldn't be the ones measuring the value. Yeah, that's true, but I mean in the sense that, like, people are more. People, are, I think people are big and concerned about environment, sort of climate change, mm-hmm. not because of the animals, mm-hmm. but because of the people who are us human beings who are inhabiting it. Mm. So obviously, obviously, there's kind of concerns about things like mm-hmm. there is concern for animals, but I think the major concern is for human beings. Mm. Like you know, what I mean? like for example, with Greta mm-hmm. and these children going on their process, they're like, oh, you know. You're destroying my plant, our planet. Mm. When we're older, you guys are not even going to be here, but mm. we're going to have to be here to, to deal with like all the aftermath and mm. all these like bushfires and stuff mm. that's happening. It's destroying, it's destroying the earth, and people are being hurt by it, and mm-hmm. all these different like climate and uh, not climate yeah. change, um, <laughs> global warming. Mm. It's human beings that are being impacted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, and I get your point, and I think that it always, like you said, it always feeds back into ourselves, but it goes back to just what's your value system mm. you know and are you aware of it and what is that what decisions are you making out of it you know but yeah it's been an interesting conversation mm. Ade you've been a delightful guest Loves. <laughs> but guys I also wanted to say quickly before we sign off that if you've been upset or offended by anything that I said today then apologies we didn't we're not here to offend anyone and all of our examples are just examples exactly yeah. that just examples and I feel like not, some of the thoughts haven't been thought through completely, completely. Just yeah like what's it, coming and this to is mind. exactly yeah. it's just ex- it's a podcast it's not we're not <laughs> Boris Johnson we're not making any legal decisions we're not regulators <laughs> I'm trying to be Boris <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so you know we apologize if we've offended anyone or we've, we've been misinterpreted in any way um please let me know any thoughts you have or if we've forgotten certain words and you guys think oh that's what they mean to say please let me know because it'll be good to know that sort of stuff um but yeah i've been your host rian waters <laughs> i've had my coast co-host coast. <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually tired my co-host oh, coast. hello thanks for having me rian spin or flay i don't know i mean i'm tired yeah and ade you've been a great guest obviously like i said i told oh, you guys thanks. you'd be the best person to have on. oh no trust me i feel like i haven't really express my thoughts properly but that's what happens (laughs) but that's what it's good to always have real organic conversations and that's what it's exactly exactly what it's been so thank you guys for joining us ade where can they find you um well nowhere to be honest (laughs) (laughs) on the earth (laughs) (laughs) looking after the earth i don't don't really uh, i have social media but i don't really use it yeah yeah, don't shout it out if you don't use it. Cause yeah, because what's the point? Yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I'm Rianne Waters. You can find me on Instagram at Rianne Waters. Exactly that. And um, please follow the Social Saint podcast, guys, if you're listening to it, because I'm going to start posting everything on there. So it's the Social Saint podcast on Instagram. And yeah, hope you guys have a lovely day. Bye. Mm-hmm.